This is the Lady Landlords Podcast, and I am your host, Becky Nova. This podcast is for women looking to achieve financial independence through real estate investing. Let's get this episode going. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Lady Landlords Podcast. I am your host, the founder of Lady Landlords, Becky Nova. And today we're going to be talking all about mindset and goal setting. So today I have joining me, Alina Vaughn. Alina, how are you doing today? Becky, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me here. Of course. Now, you and I have worked together on helping me set my goals and plan for my 2022. So I'm so happy that you're joining me today to be able to help then our listeners figure out what they can do to really make sure that they have a great plan of action put into place for the new year. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just get started and just share a little bit about who you, Alina, as a person is to kind of help our listeners get used to you. Yes, Becky, thanks again for inviting me onto your show. I'm so excited to be here and to speak with your audience. My name is Alina Bond. I'm the owner of a marketing agency, and I help my clients with their marketing and business strategies. And so Becky and I started working together to work on developing her online products and how are we going to find customers and really start generating revenue in the business. And this is something that I've done with my clients who are in the business professional services, like business consulting, economics, healthcare, that kind of thing. But what do they all have in common? Everyone wants to build their online business, right? And there's so many strategies out there. And I've been doing this for long enough that I know what what really works to generate organic leads. And then you can get into all the other levels. But I've noticed that a lot of people don't really even have the foundations of what they need to put all of those fancy marketing strategies on top. So that's kind of where my expertise lies. And that's what (laughs) Becky and I have been working on for these, um, I guess, a little over a year now, right? Right. I mean, we've known each other for years, yes. which is just interesting that we'd worked together years ago and then kind of came back and now we're are working together again, which has just been amazing. Mm-hmm. So, and it makes me so happy. And when we talk about leads, even within real estate investing, what was interesting is I had followed you for years then after, after you had moved, after mm-hmm. things had changed um, for us, both career-wise, that I had always just kind of followed you. And it was something that wasn't necessarily the right time. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing your posts being like, I know I'm going to end up working with Alina again. Not quite sure how, but I do know that in some capacity, we're going to end up connecting. And I want to encourage anybody out there that feels that they are making posts on social media, inspiring others, growing their business with leads, that they feel that they're falling on deaf ears. I'm here to tell you that that is not the case. Um, And it definitely was a situation that brought Alina and I to work together again years later. Um, so, So keep putting that content out there because people are watching and people are reading. Wow. I I really love that. And that's really what my agency specialized in is content marketing, because I just love the power of social media and online marketing that anyone can turn on their camera and use even just their phone to record a message and boom, you can get it out to the entire world for the cheapest rates we've ever seen in ever a business. It's incredible. So if people can just learn that skill 
the sky is the limit. And that's why I love online marketing and online business. Yeah. And that's something that even for our listeners with looking for real estate and real estate leads, it's the same concepts. It's the same type of work where you can still reach your audience, right? We think about real estate investing and a lot of times it doesn't seem like sales. It doesn't seem like business, but it actually is. When you're sitting there trying to create a funnel to find off-market properties, that's very similar to building a sales funnel for a traditional ad agency or business, Mm -hmm. right? So they are completely related. So that's why I thought you were the perfect person to come on and talk about planning that and how to make sure then that you're, you know, what you're posting, when, how to know what direction that you're actually going with things. And I thought now recording here in December of 2021 is the perfect time to say, let's figure out what we want to have happen in 2022. Yes, exactly. Perfect time to be planning that because you really want to hit the new year running, right? Right. So what is, why is it even important to think about these things? Why can't I just go into 2022 and be like, hey, it's Tuesday. This is what I want to do today. Why should I and our listeners actually spend time on building out what we want our goals to look like, what we want that plan to look like for the new year? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. And I do think it depends on what stage you're at in your business. However, if you're at the stage where, okay, you have a little bit of grasp on your customers and your value in the marketplace, and you can prepare a bit and you're not just struggling to survive, then it is very important to lay out the plan at least for the next 90 days. And if you could go further than that, then try to plan out the quarters and the year and see how it all works together because that's going to help you focus to get the goals that you say you want, to get the revenue that you say you want and to build the business that you say that you want. And you need to have that because as your days go on, your weeks go on, all of a sudden months are gone and then the years are gone. And so you need to have that North Star when everything's coming at you from your competitors or, you know, even what your clients say that they want and how is that affecting you and your business? Is it the right thing to do? Anyways, there's all these variables that can just get you so off track. So that's why we really need to plan out the time to sit down, get everything out of your mind that you're thinking and just do a brain dump and then put in an action plan that you can confidently and happily take action and achieve and just really focus on that because that's all that matters in your business. Agreed. I like what you're saying about how that has to be like your North Star, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that does become helpful because one, plans change, right? We can plan things out and plot things out and say, this is going to happen at this exact time. And a lot of times things are going to come in the way. Things are going to distract us. Things are just going to change and life is going to throw us curveballs that we have to, um, that we just have to go with. But when you're talking about setting that like 90 day goal, is that something that you feel is like the optimal time to set like a goal frame for, or should people say, because you always hear people being like, okay, well, great. By the time I'm 50, I want to do this. Or by the time I'm 30, I want to accomplish this. Are those goals, do you feel setting people up almost for failure? because it's just so much time that can pass? Or do you feel that that 90 days is really kind of key to start with? 
So it reminds me of um, one time I had a friend who was starting a business and he asked me, have you ever made a business plan? And I was drinking water at the time. I literally spit it out and I started <laughs> laughing so hard because I said, oh my gosh, a business plan for, he said like a five-year business plan. I said, absolutely not. I'm just trying to get through this month and the next 90 days. And honestly, at that point in my business, I had never done an annual plan because I really was in the startup phase. And I was really still trying to figure out what am I selling? Who am I selling it to? And how can I make this an actual business? And since I think that's very funny because at the very beginning, you can come up with this elaborate plan, but really let's just keep it simple. What is a business? A business is selling a good or a product to a customer. And that's when you get your sales until you get your first sales. It's more of an idea at this point. So what's most important in starting your business is getting those first sales because you have to get that cash flow. And that's what business is all about money in money out. And how much are you keeping? So again, I guess that's a long winded answer to say that I love 90 day goals. Why? Because it's really more about putting the pieces of a puzzle together. And if you have four 90 day goals for the year and you accomplish, you really focus on those 90 days to achieve that one thing that is going to move the needle further for your entire business, then you need that. You need that parameter for the 90 day goals. But are you just doing a bunch of random 90 day goals? You need to consider how is it moving the entire business to the vision that the owner wants. Right. And so that's why mm -hmm. it kind of all works together, but I've definitely been in both phases where all I could see was in what's going to happen in the next month or then a little bit farther in the next 90 days. And now I'm more comfortable. Okay. I can plan my years and I could see how, you know, we, we accomplished this in this year and then that in the next year. So it all comes together, but just requires gotcha. focus, right? Focus and the want. You really have to figure out what do you want to even be thinking about these goals, right? <laughs> yes, I kind of like that idea of fine. We still know a direction, right? Mm -hmm. I want to retire from my day job and be a real estate investor full time, right? That's still my goal. That's still the direction that I'm heading, right? And then we could really then say, well, what are the things that I need to do in order to actually move that needle along to even get me closer? So mm -hmm. that I love those ideas of kind of that 90 day sprint. And I love your story about that business plan because business plans, if you have not written one, one, you can absolutely still do it for your real estate investing business, but business plans are um, complete documents that are always changing. They're always being updated. There's never a time that you're like, great, this is my business plan. I'm going to print it out. And this is what I'm going to follow for those five years. They are completely, um, completely changeable throughout that. And you constantly have to be updating those, those business plans as you kind of go. So I'm glad that you really realized that very early on and said, well, let me just make this down into just 90 day chunks, just these kind of sprint goals, if you will, that then will add up to bigger change when you're able to go through those. So I am, I'm really happy to hear that that was something that, that you do recommend with people. Now, what are some ways that people can even go about now setting these, these more sprint 90 day goals? Yeah. So 
This reminded me of one thing I, I remembered that I wanted to bring up on this interview with you is that remember how whenever you come up with a new idea and maybe you think, you know, maybe this is too big or maybe people don't want it. I don't know. Just It's just an idea. So you're kind of timid about it at first, but we never shut down new ideas. Never. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the gift of an entrepreneur is that you're creative. You can come up with these solutions. You can, you can identify these problems. They say entrepreneurs are the people who take responsibility for other people's problems, right? And that's how we create products and services. They're just solutions to problems. So anytime you come up with an idea, I like to use the exercise of just sticking it on your idea board, right? Every Mm -hmm. time, no matter where you are, no matter what time of the day, they're just interrupting your mind. You need to record those and stick it on your idea board because maybe today's not the right time, but it doesn't mean that down the road in the future, it's not the right time to do it. And I actually have an example in my own business. I've had something on my idea board for two years. I know that I've wanted to do this in my business, but I just knew that I had more immediate objectives that I needed to accomplish first before I could move on and tackle that. Now in the next year, it's the time. And it made me so excited so I could finally move that off my idea board and turn it into action. But it all goes back to the vision. What does the entrepreneur want to build in their business? So it's our jobs to dream big and think big. And because anything that you, this is, I'm laughing at it because it sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. Anything that you think that you want to do, you can do it. You just need to focus Mm -hmm. and break it down into goals, figure out what resources and time you have and allocate it, make the plan and it will get done. So that's, that's all I have to say about setting your goals. It comes from what do you want is now the right time to do it. And then how are we going to get it done? Because the biggest challenge is figuring out what is it? Because the how will always just get figured out. But what do you want and why? So I like what you say there. And I like actually the fact that you called it an idea board rather than a vision board. Mm-hmm. So, and I actually, I never really kind of put those in two separate categories, but I'm actually going to in this situation. Okay. I feel like that vision board is a little bit more of like those dreams, those long-term, mm-hmm. a little bit more like lofty type goals of really how you want to see your future. And I think it's really, really powerful to say, I'm going to put this onto the universe, but this is what like I want to get to. And if you've never done a vision board, I totally encourage you to go do it because every time I talk to somebody about a vision board and even the ones that I do and mine that's over here in this corner that you can kind of see a little part of is- it's what's amazing is that I always hear from women, everything that I put on my vision board has come true. Everything that was up there has actually happened. And I think it's so important to be able to do it. I know that I do my new vision board for the next year. So mm-hmm. I will also be doing that now in December, but I love the idea of an idea board. And I love that idea for myself and the listeners about the, because it will then make it a little more feasible to see all the things that we want to work on, right? The women of Lady Landlords, we are multifaceted people. We are wives and mothers, and we are people that have full-time jobs, side hustles, multiple jobs. We have all these different things going on. And now we are still saying, you know what? I'm going to find financial freedom through real estate investing. We are taking this on. We are asking for this. Mm -hmm. But when we do so, we have a lot of other competing priorities, and we have a lot of ideas that we want to be working on. And I love what you're saying about this idea board because I feel like it's a great place to make sure nothing is going to be forgotten. 
nothing is going to be left out, but I can put all my ideas, get them out of my brain onto paper and then really edit that through and then say, well, which is the item or idea that I'm going to work on now? What has to happen first? Right. And then I'm not saying I'm not going to do the other things, Mm -hmm. but it's just now is not the right time. And Alina, you actually know one of the secret projects that I am working on for Lady Landlords for 2022. That has been on my idea board. I feel like every time I talk to you, I'm always like, I want to do this. I cannot wait to do this thing. And it just has (laughs) not been the right time. But we've talked about 2022 is the right time. So I didn't give Mm -hmm. up on my dream or my goal of my little secret plan for Lady Landlords. But it's something that we just said, we have to put some of the other building blocks into place first before then that can actually come to fruition. And then I could take that off of my idea board and now put that into my goals Mm -hmm. for what's going to happen in 2022. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's what I love because I'm a dreamer. You're a dreamer. Most people, like some people, sometimes you hear other people who are just so negative about people dreaming. And it just makes me think of that, that uh, Steve Jobs quote, the really long one. I had it up on a poster in my office once before, but it says, um, you know, basically paraphrasing that the crazy people in the world are the ones who actually create the change, right? And so if you don't at first dream of something big that you want to do and that you can do, then what, where's the fun in that? It's like, we're, we're humans, we're creative. We're supposed to be dreaming and coming up with these new things. And we have the capabilities. What, why are we not allowed to dream? So I just, I think that message is important because I feel like a lot of people, even if they're, especially if you're just starting out the dreams Mm -hmm. that you have, maybe you just don't feel the confidence. People are saying, you know, come back down to reality, be more realistic And it's so important just to have that little, little bit of faith in yourself and what you can do. And then you, you tackle that monthly goal, the 90 day goal. And all of a sudden your confidence builds and builds and builds until eventually Mm -hmm. people stop doubting you and you've proven yourself that you can accomplish what you say that you're going to accomplish. Right. And that's how you build your, your reputation in life and in business. I mean, there's, there's such direct correlations, how, how you run your life is basically how you're going to run your business. But I just think that's so important to have the dream and then the plan comes. And I was looking up on um, my wall. I have a bunch of quotes that I like to just, you know, come across something nice, stick it on my wall. One of them says the distance between you and your destiny is called change. So I think that's important because like the that. distance, right? The, the distance between your dream and your reality is a plan of action, is your goals, is your strategy. And that's it. It also reminds me of, um, there's the other quote that's like the difference between a goal and a a dream and a goal is a plan, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it does start with that dream. It does start with, this is what I want to see my future look like. And then we just have to really kind of help break that down into more actionable steps. Mm -hmm. So how do you typically help your clients actually even set these goals? Right. So that's, I like that question because I think it's funny because my customers are in all different uh, professional fields and all different ages, all different revenue sizes. And it's very funny because every single conversation that I have with them, it's all the same. 
And the process that I use is one, I listen. I listen to everything that they want to tell me because one, people... It's, it's just like therapy. You have to talk about these things to get it out of your mind so your mind can process. And so when people are so consumed in their business, you have to get it out. You have to listen. And what I'm really listening for is what, what is hurting them the most right now? You have to figure out where are you hurting the most? Kind of like a doctor. You go to the doctor, you have a really bad pain how do we get to the core root of what is causing all of these other symptoms? So I listen and I, you know, let them get everything out, figure out what is the, what is the pain point. And then once that's become clear, we, we talk about their options. Okay. So now that we've identified that, well, what are some ways that you can resolve it? And then I'm, and then I'm quiet and I listen to them and I, and they, they basically, they already have the answer and they, mm -hmm. they have probably three or five different solutions. And then I simply ask, well, what are the pros and cons of those? They list them all out. And then I just really tally up, well, which one has more pros with the least cons? There's always <laughs> one solution and just having that. And basically in business terms, you could say my favorite question to ask my clients is, which one's going to generate the most revenue with the least amount of effort? Boom. Everyone has an answer. Okay. Focus on that. Build that. Because once you can get that revenue in and you're exerting less resources, then you can use that to push it in to build your other ideas and projects, right? So that's kind of mm -hmm. my framework that I use. And it, it just works like a charm on everyone. And I think it's funny <laughs> because <laughs> it, it's like everyone in every industry multiple times I've seen it over and over, but it's really just taking the time to digest what the heck is going on. <laughs> just taking a moment, yeah. taking a breath and just realizing that you're not running, you're really not running a race with anyone but yourself. So if you feel very tied up and anxious, it, it's a sign that you need to take time to reconnect with yourself and just take a deep breath because it, most of the, most of the, the worry is all in your head and you can, you That's have, true. you have the answer and you just need to be confident and calm. And I'm, I'm a big believer that everything is predestined. Everything's always going to work out for you. Even the highs and the lows, you, we know lows are going to come. We know the highs are going to come too. So don't, don't ride either one so much and just kind of just, kind of find a happy medium to get you through all of them is all I can say. <laughs> yes. And sometimes we need to kind of take that step back. I know it's not always the easiest um, as myself being a rather anxious person, always trying to want to take on the world all in one scoop. Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely hear that, but it is helpful to remember we need to sometimes take a step back and remember that, um, that there's no competition when we are ourselves, right? Yeah. We all have different goals. We are all in different places in life. But I like how I like how you broke that down with how you actually work with clients to set their goals because that's actually it reminds me very much of the similar process of what I help teach women to do in the Lady Landlords Roadmap Program, mm -hmm. where we really get very clear on where were you even going, and then we sort through the different options 
that a woman would have to grow her portfolio. Mm -hmm. And then we figure out what is that solution out there? Because you're right, there is always a solution to every problem. And it's really just kind of going through and deciding which is the best way forward Mm -hmm. for this person in this situation. So, so I'm glad I feel like I'm doing something right. Um, because as you were talking and I was like, this this sounds familiar. This sounds like something that I do too. So, you know, what, what's the underlying key to all of this, this entire conversation. And even when you're working with your clients in the roadmap, or even just if someone's working by themselves and trying to figure figure things out on their own is trust, trust in the process trust in the strategy that's been done, and then trust in who's guiding you to get there. And trust in the fact that you're going to be okay, you're going to figure it out. And if you stay focused, then you will be successful. And so it's really, I feel like if people don't have that trust, that's when you start feeling very scared, because it's hard to know what is going to happen? Who is going to help me? Where am I going to go? That's where life and business gets scary. But when you do trust, the the scariness goes away. I agree with that. I'm happy that you brought that up because it is something that we have to be a little bit more, once again, it kind of goes back to that more of the mindset, right? You mm-hmm. can write a plan out. You can say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. You can do your whole, you know, big, scary, audacious goals. You can put those things out there, but unless you're actually going to really kind of trust that this is something that of what that process looks like, and go through the motions and kind of follow through, mm-hmm. that's what's really going to help you kind of get across that finish line. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. So is there, besides trust, is there anything else that you feel like is incredibly important when, and that what you advise people on when they are starting to set these goals? Hmm. You have to know what you want, mm-hmm. what resources can help you get there, And I think it kind of goes back to what, in the context of if you're starting something new, I I just keep going back to thinking about when I was starting my business, the biggest thing missing for me there was the confidence. Mm -hmm. But confidence doesn't come unless you, you get enough experience, right? The more experience you get, the more confident you are. At that point, Sometimes, you know, then when your skill becomes just second nature and habit, you don't even think about it, then you don't really worry about the confidence because it's already, it's already habitual and you've done it so many times, you just know the answer. So you're just therefore very confident. And I think that that, that attitude comes across. So I know when I'm helping my customers and my clients and they ask me this thing, sometimes I've just seen them problems so many times I know how to fix it. So I just... And very confident in that. But when you're just starting out and you don't have that confidence, what do you do? That's where you dive into books, courses, mentors, get the training, because you can, you can invest to speed up your learning curve. And I'm a big proponent of mentorships and coaching programs. Every year I've been in business, I've always done a program for myself and my business because How amazing is it that in the knowledge industry, we have all of these products to speed up your learning curves. And I think if I'm trying to build the business that I want, why would I go through all of these years and 
waste all of my time and money when somebody is already out there who has the business that I want and the lifestyle that I want. And here it is. The answer is wrapped up in this beautiful packaged product. So I think that's important because you have to invest in your skills to really become confident in the knowledge and just always sharpening your knowledge and your skills. Because if you're not, your competition will be. And then at that point, who do you think your customers are going to want to work with? So that's very important at the beginning. And I think too, with confidence, one thing that I think is interesting is at one point when we're starting out and we're learning something new, yes, we don't have the confidence. We've never done it before, right? We're uncertain and we feel uncomfortable with things. Then all of a sudden we conquer that. And it's what ends up happening is that we then move on and now we have a whole new thing that we don't have confidence in, yes. right? And I want to encourage also our listeners. One thing that I feel like we, especially as women, tend not to do is we don't look back and celebrate our wins. Hmm. And I think it's really important that instead of saying like, okay, great, like did that, accomplished it, cool, that's nice and easy. I totally have the confidence that I know how to solve that problem. But oh my God, now look, I have this other huge problem in front of me. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we also need to take a step back and be like, wait, look at what I've actually accomplished. Look at all these things that I've already done. Because I feel like when you can see those accomplishments and celebrate them, it will then actually help you moving forward to then say, well, of course, now I can get past this next hurdle because I always have. I've always found a way over it. So let's keep that momentum going. And that will actually make that next step, that next hurdle that you're going to even be just a little bit easier. Yes, I think that's so importantly or important, even psychologically, because when you do take the moment to celebrate your wins and your body releases endorphins because you did something good. And that's why people like to have certificates. That's why people like to have parties because again, we're human. We need to celebrate. And if we're, if we're overlooking these things, that's actually a huge disadvantage because you can use that positivity to create good out- outcomes. And you need that optimistic mindset to get you through all of these hurdles. Because again, you can really get stuck going down a very negative path, negative thinking, and just what is that going to do? It's going to make you focus on the negative and then you're going to get negative results. So I'm, I really believe that keeping good health of your mind, your body, it's also important for you to achieve your business goals, because if you're not healthy in your spirit and your body, there's no way that you're going to have the energy you need to produce these business goals, right? Right. I completely agreed. And we already talked earlier in this episode about just sometimes those competing priorities Mm -hmm. and why it's so important to make sure we're getting very clear and very focused on what actually is the priority. I remember years ago, I, one of the people that I was working with in, in still in cancer research, he would give me like, he was, gave me like a couple assignments to things. And I said, well, which of these would is priority? And he goes, well, they're all priority. And I was like, no, no, no that's not how prioritization works. Like there's something that's like top priority. Then there's a second, a third, a fourth. Mm -hmm. I was like, you can, I cannot literally do all these projects at the exact same time. I have to pick one. I got to work on that. And then when that one's finished, now I can move on to the second one. And it was just such a great reminder that we need to do the same thing in our daily lives and in our businesses of saying like, what is it that I need to be focusing on now? Mm -hmm. Let me do that. Let me crush it. And then now I can move on to the next task. Exactly. Exactly. So 
I'm glad you agree. So what do you think our listeners should keep in mind when planning out actionable goals? Dream big, but be realistic. And also, I wanted to mention this also um, in the interview. I know it's a hot topic. Everyone talks about it. Again, it could sound kind of cheesy, but it's again, the truth. <laughs> don't, don't get sucked up into the comparison trap. Honestly, as the years have gone on, I've become more and more just tunnel focused on my own my own goals and my business. And really, I don't care what other people are doing because I know what I'm doing. And yes, that person can have way more success in a shorter amount of time. Yes, they might be younger than me. Yes, they might be wealthier, all these things. Who cares? All that matters is you and what you're doing. Even with your friends, I mean, of course, we should always be positive and encouraging the success of our friends. Yes, that's always good. But Mm -hmm. you don't need to compare your success with their success. Because again, how does their success affect yours? It doesn't. What affects your success is you and what you are doing in your business. So that's why that's the only thing that you need to focus on. And I think that's important to remember because it can can be very negative to your self-esteem and And that is going to translate into how you're taking action into your business. So I just recommend don't go down that trap because it's not worth it. Nothing good comes of it. Just stay focused, be confident in yourself and good results will come to you. Agreed. I feel like, especially with the way that the world of social media has kind of grown, we see just a snippet. And you always see just the best thing, right? So you see that all of a sudden that person bought that 16 unit apartment complex. And you're just like, man, I want that cash flow. I want to figure out how they made that deal work. Why why are they buying a property every single month? And yet I can't figure out how to get to the first. We sit there and we compare those things. And that just stunts us from actually following through. And then anything else that we actually wanted to, even from the start. So I do think it's really important to look at those other women that are succeeding and that are in places you want to be and use them as inspiration. And remember that there is such a journey that is not posted, right? No one's taking pictures when they're crying in the bathroom being like, why can I not figure this out? Or like the financing fell through or the home inspection didn't work out. No one's posting those pictures, right? We're always just posting pictures of like, look at here's my, the keys to my new property. Mm -hmm. And that does kind of really affect what our goals are. And this actually reminds me of something else I learned about goal setting years ago. Um, Some of our listeners might remember that I actually worked in medical consulting and health coaching for many years as well. And at that time, a lot of people would always kind of come with, well, I want to drop 20 pounds by, you know, next week. Right. Mm -hmm. And they would just set these too high expectations for themselves. And they were just things that were just sometimes not necessarily possible. And then every week when they would come in and they didn't all of a sudden lose that 20 pounds in a week which no one's doing, then it then help it then put them in this downward spiral of then saying, well, now I can't do it. And it really started to hurt their confidence. So that was actually one of the best things I learned is like, if you don't make reach your goal by like the time that you planned on doing it, like a couple times, change your goal, make sure that they are things that you can really look back and say, look, I did that right? Mm -hmm. If you're not reaching your goal, it might just be that you need to break it down into more of those sub goals in that 90 day sprint that Alina was talking about earlier. So Mm -hmm. I hope that helps some of our listeners out there. But 
Melina, anything else that you want to share with our listeners about the importance of goal setting and really planning for the new year? Yes, that I have one last thought on this. It reminds me of a time a couple of years ago, I was talking with a friend and she had been working at a company for a long time. I think about eight years. She never got a promotion. And I was just asking her, okay, tell me about your job. How's that going? And she told me she had been working there for eight years. And I said, oh, you're not a manager. She said, no, well, they've, they've offered it to me before, but I just never took them up. And I said, why, why you know how to do it. You can manage other people easily. I'm sure you probably already are. Don't you want to get compensated for it? And she said, "Mm, I don't know. Anyways, time goes on. I go back to visit her and she pulls me aside and she said, Hey, um, so I, I got the manager position. And I already said, congratulations, that's amazing. And she said, you know, you really, you really kind of encouraged me to get it because I, I don't know, I guess I was just kind of comfortable, a little bit complacent in what I had. And I was honestly afraid of getting that next uh, promotion. But after talking with you, oh. you know, you're right. I did have the skills. I can do this. So I got it. And that just, uh, to this day, it just makes me so happy because that's what I think a lot of people, maybe they, they get afraid to get the next thing that they want, or maybe they are feeling a little bit complacent. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. you can have what you have, but don't you want to create something? Don't you want to grow something? You, you are this beautiful, capable, talented, smart person who has the opportunity to positively affect people around you with your knowledge and your services and your help. Don't you wa- want to do that? Don't you feel like you're supposed to do that? You have a responsibility. So I just think that is just a message I want to leave people with today that it is actually your responsibility to go get these goals because you weren't born with all of this skill and all of this knowledge and this opportunity and this moment in history to sit on it. It's your job to go out, go get it. You can do it. You just have to find the right resources, find the right mentors, figure out what you want and get it done. I love that. (laughs) Melina, that's a great way to wrap up today's episode. So thank you so much for spending your time with us this afternoon and really inspiring us to go out there and make sure that we're not leaving anything else on the table. So Alina, thank you very much for being here with me today. Thank you, Becky. I had a blast. For any of our ladies that are listening, if you're interested in setting your goals and making your plan for 2022, make sure to join the Lady Landlords Goal Setting Workshop coming up on December 15th. I will make sure to put the link down in the show notes and also make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast or on our YouTube channel to make sure that you do not miss the next episode of the Lady Landlords podcast. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please do me a favor and leave a five-star review for the Lady Landlords podcast. This helps make sure to share a message with others that can use the similar information. Thank you very much for helping grow our community. Remember, there's a new episode every single Tuesday, and I'll see you back in the Lady Landlord's Facebook group.